Hey, hey, all you Arizona lovers, this is the Finding Arizona podcast, episode number 297. I am your host, Jose. Thank you so much for listening. Today's episode is with two individuals that we're happy to have in the doors. They are Matt and Chick and Jeremy, I'm going to say Faust. Uh, but if you are interested in real estate and you want two incredible individuals who are unique and also come with a team as well, I encourage you to go check out all the links below. These two are incredible. I have to say they were gunning for the number one spot in most humorous and most fun and most interesting episode. Hey, man, they hit it on the head. I'm going to say this. It was so much fun getting to know them that I'm actually genuinely interested in trying to get them back in when another episode, but also uh, find some stuff that I can work with them on different things. So. Let's go into my favorite part, which is uh, getting you guys interested in us, which is go to our website, FindingArizonaPodcast.com. We make it easy for you guys to connect with us. So all of our social media is under Finding Arizona Podcast. And if you guys would do me a huge favor and go to two different individual places, one being the newsletter, that is more of the things going on in the podcast world and more of the officials. Uh, you will get what's in the going on in the community as well as uh, who's coming in through our doors and what's coming up next. If you go to the blog though, if it is probably the most personalized way we could tell you about our family, personalized way we tell you about all of the things that we love and what's going on in our lives. So go check that out. All available at the website, www.findingarizonapodcast.com. Next up, if you want to become a super fan, there is a transition that's going on, ladies and gentlemen. Most of you who are super fans already know that we are in the process of remastering and re-uploading a lot of our old episodes, actually the first 100 episodes. Alongside with that, we have a bonus content called Fine Examination, which is our bonus podcast that we are going to be putting officially behind the doors of the Apple, Apple paywall. So if you want to become super fans, now you can go do so easily with a click of a button on your phone. Uh, go do so at our webpage and on on Spotify webpage as well. So that being said, it is going to take me a little bit of time to get the hang of how this all works. So bear with me on re-uploading all of the fine examinations from the beginning and uh, encourage you guys to go check it out when it's already set and done. And I will be filling you guys in and form you guys through our social media when that's going to happen. So all that being said, just follow us. Just follow us. Let us know what you want in and who you want in next. And we want to know that because we are part of the community and we want that to be filling up our whole life is just being a part of this community. If you want to do me a favor, there is a section called the Community Corkboard. We're not going to go into the events today just because we're starting off clean. This is a very, uh, I want to say, a start to a new uh, beginning because we have a son now and we are trying to change up a little bit of uh, how we do things. Not internally going to change anything on your neck of the woods, just mostly adding uh, different routes for you guys, an easier route for you guys. Uh, uh, to get closer and connect with us. But internally, what we are doing is just coming up with different opportunities to help us get better, also to really um, approach new avenues in storytelling and in our projects. So I hope that you guys are liking what we're putting out there. And we also hope that you guys in 
internally want to help us by giving us your resources and your events. So go do so at Podcast at gmail.com. Let us know what events are going on in your neck of the woods. We will shout them out. This community court board is officially my favorite thing about this intro. So please tell us, send us, send us all the invites, send us everything. If you have a flyer, I want to see it. Please, finding Arizona podcast at gmail.com. And with that, we will go straight into our episode, episode 297 with Impact Real Estate CEOs Matt Chick and Jeremy. I, I am going to horribly ruin your last name, so I'm just going to say, Jeremy and Matt, thank you for coming through our doors. Let's go into it. I will see you all on the next episode. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Fighting Arizona podcast. I'm your host, as always. We bring in special guests. My name's Jose. The two gentlemen that you see in front of you are wonderful guests that we've provided for you this week. I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Matthew, you go first, and then Jeremy, you're up next. Go ahead, Matthew. My name is Matt Chick. I am the CEO of Impact Real Estate, Impact REI, uh, and about 900 other businesses that we're trying to get off the ground all at once. <laughs> <laughs> love yeah, the energy. That, that love the energy. Yeah, that pretty much sums it up. Yep. Uh, uh, my name is Jeremy Fuse. Matt Chick is my assistant. So, oh, oh, why do we start there, hard. dude? Why do we start so there? Every time, every that's time he tries that's to do this shit. Every time, every <laughs> time we're on a mic, ever you gotta, video, you gotta you set the to, line, oh. set the precedent where it's and at. He knows and it just pisses like, me off. <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do. You gotta get every blow you can, and when you can. The truth know? is, Jeremy so, would be Jeremy would be nothing without our relationship, and uh, I, I built him. He's just jealous that he's my assistant. <laughs> Yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, sorry. What you, it's beautiful what you two have. I'm just jealous that I don't have. I don't have that yet. <laughs> I used to have like uh, I used to have. That's a what guy Tinder's for, dog. I think, right? <laughs> well, I'm a married man. Um, she, she's friends. like I don't know. She she helps me out every now and again, but it's like again, it's like I always bring this up. I am a new dad, and so it's like yeah. one of those things that you give up is uh, that kind of like. Part, we go back and forth. She takes care of a little guy. I take care of a little guy. So we go back and forth. But that's not what we're here to talk about. Jeremy, go up next. You are, you are, you guys are all together. We're impact. But I would like to know just a little bit about you guys individually. Jeremy, go ahead first. I want to know a little bit more about behind yourself and then get to know the big man up on top. Because he is CEO, I call him the big man. But I also say that because he is also yes! the the four the, the he has like the treasure trove of like public history. But Jeremy, go Jose. first because you're Jose. beautiful. Yes. Jose, if you say that one more time, I am. You leaving. just hits delete. I am, I am leaving. He just ends the call. Ends the call. We're done. We're done. We're, we're done. done. No, so you can uh, see we're a little competitive. <laughs> Uh, okay, yeah, I'm so going to keep this Jeremy even Fuse, keel. Okay? <laughs> my name is Jeremy Fuse. Me and Matt are equal partners in Impact Real Estate. There we go. Okay? There we, yes. go. we are equal partners yes. in Impact Real Estate. Correct. Would you look at He gave himself head. that CEO title because he thinks he's he's the man, right? But we're 50-50 partners Correct. Uh, in Impact Real Estate, Impact <laughs> REI, and a bunch of other other, other businesses like Matt kind of- Hey, Jeremy. Uh, would, yeah. Jeremy, hey. we're not 50-50 partners. Don't, don't we're 33 <laughs> There's another partner that's not here. 33 He's not here. He's not here. And I feel um, like he would be taking over a little bit of the conversation if he was here, by the way. Just quiet. like- 
I'm just just because yeah. he's just like he he stands he's, out in a well, crowd. He's like he's like that smart dude. He doesn't oh. really talk a lot. He just kind of he he does all the smart things that uh, me and Matt are <laughs> incapable of doing. You might be thinking of the tattooed realtor Justin Mercer. Yes, that's uh, that's who I'm thinking of. Sorry so about that. Justin Justin Mercer um, actually helps run Impact okay. and Impact Real Estate and the Tattooed Realtor have a partnership. Nice. So it's nice. like two nice. two big organizations collabing to do to do amazing things. But I that did dude not is mean a, to step on the toes. No, don't, don't, don't. I just <laughs> like to make the clear distinction because he is a big part of what we do. Absolutely, like a huge part, and he's yeah. not necessarily quiet. He's not quiet. You know what I'm saying? He's so he like tattoo face is what we call him, but he is a really, really big part. A lot of the shit that we do comes from his brain because of his marketing awesome. background and branding. So I do want to give credit where credit's due. He is Absolutely. a huge piece of impact real estate. Yeah. So let's get into it a little bit. So Matt, I want to ask you kind of the, the question that we used to ask everyone was before COVID happened, we, we now ask them like, how's COVID been and how's life been? But before that, we were like, give us a little bit of the origin story of uh, the the going ons of like, even how you met Jeremy and how you met all the guys that work for you. Story time. Yeah. Story time. <laughs> story time. You know, so I've only been in real estate four years. So we're actually a, a pretty small, uh, pretty new team. I've uh, been in real estate. I've had my license for six years, been full time for about okay. four and a half. I started 2017 in May. Uh, I had a buddy of mine named Jed that got me into the business. Um, he was kind of like my mentor the first okay. 12 months. Uh, in the first 12 months, you know, I, I, we, I did pretty good. I sold 40 units my first year, uh, 15 of those being in the investment space, 25 uh, in the retail space. So we're playing in nice. both spaces. So at the end of that first year, I knew that being just a normal agent wasn't going to be for me. That's not what I was looking for. It's not what I enjoyed. I love helping people buy, sell, invest. It's a passion yeah. of mine. It's that's what we do collectively as a whole, but I definitely wanted to run an organization. And because I came from doing big business stuff in the car business before I knew I wanted to start a team. So I ended up starting a team with that guy. We ran that team for two years. First year we did right around 32 million, 32 and a half million in production. Nice. Second year we did 70, 70 million in production. Nice. This is it, but the origin story uh, of impact is we actually started January this year is where me and Jeremy became a partner. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we decided to team up that other team uh, dissolved. Some of the agents stayed, some of them went. So it was just yeah. a ugly structure thing. But ever since we got through with that, man, we're, we're rock and rolling. We're getting ready to do probably about 90 million this year, 275 transactions. And I don't 92. 92. <laughs> we're putting it out there. We'll do good mojo. 90 mojo. There you go. Yeah. So, you it. know, we just rocking and rolling, but what makes us different is that we play in multiple spaces. So we, we, we call it impact option selling. Okay. Uh, so we give, we give every customer opportunities that they might not have with just a traditional agent. So whether it be it. investor, hedge fund, uh, realtor, you know, however they want to sell, we can actually facilitate that sale. So that's what makes us different. Okay. But so my, you answered the big question was what makes you guys different? That's yeah, really wonderful. That's that what our business that. makes different. Uh, and the other thing I would say, what makes us huge, hugely different is we say, come as you are. Like, we don't believe that you need to put on the suit and tie. If you don't nice. want to, we nice. want everybody that comes on the team to be exactly who they are. Uh, show up who you are. Like me and Jeremy in a hat, I'm in a t-shirt every day. I'm in the same clothes. You know what I'm saying? I have the same outfit 10 times. So I just enjoy dressing the way Jeremy comes, how he is. We're loud. We're crazy. We cuss. We have fun. And, and then we have people on our team that are very docile. We have people on our team that are quiet, reserved. We have people on our team that like wearing suits, right? So we just say, hey, hey listen, anybody can win. And you got people on our team with face tattoos. Anybody it. can win. You just got to find the right people that are willing to use you. So exactly. our goal was to, to leverage huge in a training systems, tools, processes, help people grow, learn the industry. 
our team is about helping agents be successful. And if we know if we can help agents be successful, it translates in helping Arizonians to be successful in their transactions. So we really focus on the core belief of making sure the agent's solid so we can help the, the client out there in the, pro, out in the process of doing it. Nice. Jeremy, nice. I met, you want me to keep going? Take you want to keep breath. going, Jose? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 no. Go. 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 Keep going, keep going, keep Don't going. Don't stop me, Fust. Okay, carry on. <laughs> um, so Jeremy was my best recruitment story I ever have. And I'm going to tell it because I enjoy telling it so much. Awesome. So we were in a new agent mastermind together and he had like, he had been doing no transactions. Like it was like four or five and he was struggling and just, you know, felt horrible for him. So just kidding. It's a poor puppy. I'm yeah. So like you, you, gotta, know, you gotta, you gotta I, extend that part. He's like, he's down on his just, luck. Just his girlfriend his just luck. left yeah. him. He was sleeping he was, on a couch. His buddies got, were just like tired of him being around. Them. Yeah. hundred percent. It was good. Part. It was good. So, you know, during that thing, I really resonated with him. I liked him a lot. His personality is phenomenal. He's better than I am. He's, he's better with people than I am. He's just really, really good. And I was like, okay, I need to get this guy because he's going to help me build something. Mm-hmm. As I was doing that, you know, I, it took me six months of like courting this dude. So I would like check on him. I would go to open houses and check on him. And it just took me forever. Finally, one day he was getting frustrated because he wasn't doing enough deals. And it was like, hey, dude, what does it look like to be on your team? Uh, ran down the plan to be on my team, what the splits were and how all that worked out. And he said, yes. And then fuck a year and a half later, two years later, maybe two years now, two years later, we're partners. Nice. Nice. Jeremy, is that all check out to you? Yeah, sure. I mean, you know, uh, in Matt fashion, he might've exaggerated some things, but it's pretty, it's pretty in line. That's not true. Well, I, I appreciate you giving me and divulging at least that much of your history, but I'm, I'm really just like, it's really amazing what the energy that you guys put out. So I'm just really encouraged about the conversation we're about to have right now. Um, Jeremy, I want to know a little bit about your history too, because this is not an everyday thing where, um, well, it is an everyday thing probably in your guys' <laughs> realm, but um, just kind of like you guys, you know, kind of the situation, what you've been through. And I want to know the history of like why you said yes to this uh, impact and why you chose to go down this route and, you know, some of the risks that probably you took as well. Okay. So, so once upon a time I was laying in bed, scrolling, through Groupon on my phone. Okay. It's a good one. I saw a, uh, I saw, I saw a little Groupon for real estate school. I said, Hey, this looks like a lot of fun. Right. So, so I got into real estate school. I was part-time for about six months. The company that I was working for, uh, went out of business and I'm like, all right, okay. well, good thing I got my license, but uh, real estate's pretty fucking hard to, to do. It yeah. turns out, right. It's not IGTV. Yeah. It's not what they make yep. it seem like real estate's yep. hard. So, uh, my, my career was kind of like I wasn't doing a lot, right? I wasn't doing a lot. Did my first year, didn't do the things that I wanted to do. Like I didn't yeah. accomplish the goals that I set. Yeah. Um, and again, like what Matt said, we were in that mastermind together. Uh, he was a very impressive in that room. Mm-hmm. Don't repeat that, right? Thank That's you. our secret. Yeah. Hey, okay. can you send them to the recording? Yeah, he's going to run so I'll, clip it, I'll clip it for you. I'll clip it for uh, you. So he was talking about things about how to actually run a business, right? Not be a realtor. How do we make this a business and actually run it like a business? Um, and so I was, I was intrigued. And so I got to know Matt. Matt got to know me. And again, so I was on his team. Uh, and then there was a point where um, I said, hey, there's something greater out there. I want to do something bigger than what's, what's currently going on in my life. Him and I grabbed a cigar, a, gl- a glass of whiskey. We talked nice. about it. We decided to partner up, start Impact Real Estate and, uh, and change um, 
the culture of what we had, right? So sure. what we are now is, is come as you are. We're big, loud, we're obnoxious. We try to build attention, gather attention, and then leverage that attention, right? Yeah. Like that's our, that's our whole thing. And so that's why we're, we're, we're the biggest, loudest team out there, I, I promise you, right? Awesome. And we try to do ridiculous shit. Like we try to do the most ridiculous <laughs> shit. Like we just did a listing video for a $1.6 million house with, uh, like we made it like a funny video. Right. Like he's tackling me into the pool. He's sneaking no, up on me. He's God. throwing almonds at me. Like, like we just, we try to do things differently. Right. And we, yeah, we truly believe in, in doing that kind of stuff. And, and there's something about your guys's dynamic that just really makes me laugh. Did you guys, did you guys resonate with that when it first came around or was that something that kind of just build off of just spending so no, much we've time always together? Been like, we've always been yeah. close, like from the get go. Okay. We've always like jive, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, like we've always been friends, you know? Yeah. I mean, I knew him for three months. We did an overnight trip to Vegas uh, nice. to pick up an old car. Yeah. It's not like we want to pick up a car, guys. <laughs> we were picking, All right, up, we're a picking car. up a car. That's we got it. hammered That's though, it. man. I was stressed <laughs> that night. It was hard night. But we just kind of clicked, you know? And yeah. so it built a really cool dynamic. And then we surrounded ourselves with people that are better than us and a lot of other things. And it's helped yeah. us build this fucking crazy ass thing that we're currently working in. Yeah. It's yeah. We might fall to here. We might own impact, but impact runs by a, a lot of other people, Matt included, Mickey, our sales manager, Kyle, our CFO, Justin Mercer, you know, the, he, I mean, just so many people that actually run it. I mean, we have a total of 30 yeah. agents on the team. It, there's so many more people that, that pour into it than just us. It would yeah, be nothing yeah. without them. Let like, me ask. Like we don't, we don't want to stay in real estate forever. Yeah. Right. And so what mine, okay. what mine and Matt's goals are is, is to build something that can run uh, without us being present. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah. so traditionally someone who owns a team has to be present, right? Mm -hmm. They, they have to be there for their team. Yeah. We want to think differently in that we can build an actual organization. So me and Matt can go chase and pursue other goals and dreams that we want to go chase, right? We don't mm -hmm. want to be handcuffed to something else. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this now, because you guys are establishing these kind of, you know, these, these, uh, scenarios where you guys are trying to seek out like opportunities for something that you enjoy more. One of them being Don't say the, more. Just enjoy. Just enjoy. Just enjoy, <laughs> just enjoy alongside. There you go. I fucking love impact real estate, bro. We do. <laughs> I want to like again, it's like is it something where you guys are trying to influence more people to allow them to connect with impact that really kind of jives with what you guys are approach your approach to this? So our goal, I'll oh, go ahead, go, go, go. No, you go, you go. I said our, our goal in the next, you know, three to four years would to be able to, to serve and help 1500 families, you know, in a, awesome. in a, in a, in a 12 month period, span of time. Right. Yeah. So this year we'll do about 300 units, 265. And the next year we're hoping to be at 550, and then okay. just keep going about that. And the next five yeah. year plan is to be able to help 1500 to 1600 families a year with their real estate transactions. That That's absolutely our number one focus right now. Yeah. And in line with that, it's teaching other people, people how to uh, build wealth through passive income or through real estate or how, how there's other ways to make money besides just selling your equity in your house, right? There's other ways to, to take that equity and do certain things. And so it's just to educate the population on what's able to do or do co-ops with them. Like, you know, we, we've done some cool things with people where they want to get into flipping and we, we decided to partner on deals and, and do stuff like that and just give more people opportunities that maybe they didn't have. 
we learned, I mean, we both have a value piece to us, right? So we realized that the more the we will make more money if we provide more value. So it's no longer yeah. about the money for us. And it's been like that from day one. Like it's not, it's not about how much money we can pay, make. It's about how many people can we service? How much value can we pour into mm -hmm. the population? How much the agent population, how much value can we pour into the consumer or the, the seller or the investment space? Like it's just all about being a value at any mm -hmm. given time, every conversation. We say all the time, it doesn't matter if you know us for five seconds, 50 minutes, five years or 50 years, we hope when we leave our connection that you, you got value from us somehow, some way yeah. it, it, that's our yeah. goal. We made yeah. an impact, if you will. <laughs> ah, he loves, the, he, he loves yeah. that joke. No, Dad so we have a joke. goal. Like our Matt's always had a goal to, to, to help a hundred agents reach a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Right. Wow. And awesome. so, so, so we have a big, uh, emphasis on training and trying to actually grow and help a lot of other people in the real estate community. Right. And so we do yeah. a lot of things um, just to, to try to bring value to the community, even if it's not directly involved with impact real estate. And so we do a lot of trainings. We do a lot of meetups. Uh, we're just out there trying to just try and be in front of as many people as we can, you know, because Absolutely. we believe that we have value that we can deliver. Um, and we're not scared to go out and try to fucking get it, you know? Yeah. I love it. 100%. Yeah. I mean, this is like, you guys have my head going in circles because I have so many different routes that I want to go and talk with go you. Go any guys. way you want. One of the ones I want to talk to you guys about is just kind of your connection to the community in Arizona. Like I see you have a State 48 on, uh, Jeremy, but I just want to know, like, again- That was not intentional. No, I know. I know. <laughs> personal ties. Like, do you guys, were you guys native? Are you guys, um, you know, were you guys transplants? Like, what is the background for both of you? I think we're both from here. Yeah. Right? I'm, yeah. Awesome. Born, born and raised, yeah. Huh. High schools. Like way, to, way, to, way to elaborate, Mr. Fuse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're here. Next question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we live here. Next path. Next path, please. <laughs> no, so I was I was born and raised here. Um uh in, in the East Valley, Gilbert particular. Okay. Um okay. and that's, that's all I got. Yeah, I no, grew no, that's up, fine. That's fine. No, no. Matt. I jumped. I jumped around a little bit. Uh, okay. I, I, yeah. My beginning of my life started in Mesa. Jumped over to South Scottsdale. Okay. Uh, took most of my time in South Scottsdale. Went to Hohokam. Jumped over to Supai, and then Coronado is where I did my high school career at. Okay. And uh, chose not to go to college. Well, that's not true. College didn't choose me. So I did. <laughs> I did one semester and realized college wasn't for me. So I started working, man. But nice. born and raised here. Had yeah. Ton of ton of ton of relationships here, and it's it's honestly been a blessing. I love it. I mean, because the reason why I asked this, it kind of leads me into like, kind of like, what have you learned from your own community? And what has, again, what's the impact vice versa for you guys? I mean, I know that you guys say you want to give value to realtors and to these families. What value have you gotten back from the community? What have so you I think like, I think we take advantage. Don't, don't get me on the I think we, <laughs> I had to cut you off. <laughs> I, I knew you were ready to go. <laughs> I had to jump in first. <laughs> uh, so I think we take advantage of the community here, to be honest. Like there's a lot of people who move here yeah. and they go, you know, where I came from sucks mm -hmm. or where I came from isn't like here or where I came from. There's a lot yeah. of assholes where I came from. There's uh, uh, it's, it's not affordable wherever it is. Right. Like, yeah, we have the weather. We have three months, four months of complete shit weather. That sucks. All you have to do is stay inside. Just all you have to do yeah. is just stay inside. Yeah. around a fan, right? Well, and fan no, just stay in front of a fan. Uh, but all. eight months out of the year, it's gorgeous, right? And, and we have amazing people. We have an amazing community. And like, I, think, I honestly think we take advantage of it. I've never been anywhere else. I don't know any different. Uh, but people that I've heard have come here. I mean, it's, all, it's, it's every single time a friend yeah. of mine who's, who's moved here from somewhere else says how amazing it is here awesome every single time every single time I every single it. time i love it 
Matt, Matt you, what do you got? You're in the corner there. You're just like ready to go. I want to hear this. <laughs> you know, so you said something like, what, what value have we got from the community? Um, I mean, the community has changed my life. You know, it's, it's, it's taken me out of poverty. It's, it's connected me in relationships. It's helped me grow as a human being. It's took me out of a negative past. Like people have poured into me like that, you know, my coach has poured into me so much. It changed my outlook on life. You know, so the the community has done, uh, has built exactly who Matt Chick is through the relationships that I have from the people that are pouring into me. And I think that's the, that's, that's the key is if, you know, we always talk about the five friends that you surround yourself with, you know, everybody hears those sayings and stuff, but it's absolutely true. The people that I was hanging with in high school did nothing but cause me havoc. It wasn't until you really start to choose your friends in life that stuff starts to change. Right. Yeah. So as you start looking at what you want to become, who are you hanging out with? What are you doing? What are you sacrificing? What are you getting ready to build in your life? And I think it's just so crucial that the people, when it comes down to it, it's who's pouring into you. Mm-hmm. Like my coaches poured into me over and over and over and they, they expected nothing but performance, right? They want a performance on a game day, but they poured into me because they loved me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I, you know, I would just say it's, it's been monumental in my life. And I think that's why we're so passionate about pouring into others. Cause we've, we like, there, man, there's something about it. <laughs> I'm a little passionate, man. So no, I get it. I, I totally, get it. Uh, <laughs> you know, I there's some like about, rubbing. there's some about taking someone that's maybe only ever, you know, made 40 grand, 50 grand, 30 grand, 60 grand in their life and know what it's only like to live paycheck to paycheck, get two, two weeks of vacation a year. And you take that person and you teach them a skill set, you teach them activity, you teach them a calendar, you teach them how to, how to, how to think bigger, you teach them how to rely on themselves and, and a higher power. And the next thing you know, they're generating hundred grand, 200 grand, 250, $300,000. And you change their, and you change their financial life. You didn't change their yeah. life as a person or character or anything like that. But what you did is you gave them more options because you gave them the money. So, you know, that, that's what passion is all about. It's like, how do we go help every, how do we help as many people as possible get where they want to go in life? Absolutely. And you guys are, you guys are really making me feel great about what you guys bring to the table. It's just, you know, I can, I can definitely vouch for really high quality real estate agents or realtors that like really mean well and, and, and just like have heart and passion what I see from you guys is something unique that is just kind of like in a dynamic of not only you guys, but just kind of your clientele and what you guys come from. So it's just really fun and unique for me to kind of see this from an outside perspective and just ask you guys these couple of questions. So yeah. I'm really, I'm really, I'm really excited because it's enthusiastic and it's very infectious because like, well, again, when we, when we started impact, you know, in the very first meeting, we're like, all right, we need to create a business plan. We need to create a, a mission statement, right? Yeah. And so we decided, hey, let's make the mission statement about the agent and not the client. And so if you talk to a lot of other real estate teams, it's about helping their clients do X, right? Whatever that may mean. Um, but we're like, hey, let's make it about the agent. And that will overflow into their lives, which will then affect their clients, right? And mm-hmm. so so our priority is to take, the, take care of the people who are who are in our circle, in our sphere. Yeah in hopes that overflows into their life, right? It makes them a better agent, a realtor and, uh, and, and everything else, you know? So it's not just about the client. Definitely not. I, I definitely do agree. And you guys are, it's just, again, you guys are making me feel fantastic about, you know, being someone who's, I'm, I was a first time buyer and yeah. I went through that whole approach and I was scared to death and I really did. I needed my hand held 
honestly, that's at the end of the day, I just needed someone to spoon feed everything to me because it's, again, the biggest purchase of your life uh, oh, yeah. for, for me at that specific 100%. time. So it's like, I wanted someone to just caretake for me and, and do that for me. So that's what I got. I just, as again, there are different things for different people. Maybe, you know, like you guys said, you want someone to be themselves. So that's mm. kind of like that. That's what I'm seeing here is that you have 100% quality individuals who really do represent themselves and their clients. 100%. 100%. I love it. And hey, now, Jose, Jose, uh, how long ago did you buy your house? I bought it two years ago. Ooh. So you got equity. You want to sell? <laughs> you got to you talk, you you talk to the real boss. You got to talk to the real boss. I'll bring her in later. But she's like, never mind. Uh-oh. She's with a baby. She really bro. does. She really, we, we do really enjoy where we live. And yeah. I just know that we're probably going to end up fix it, like uh, holding off and then using yeah. the, the equity to reinvest in the house and, and build it up and, and expand uh, build the casita and, yeah, and oh, some Good other stuff. You, bro. you should yeah. look at, you should look at using the equity to purchase another cash flow property and let the cash flow redo your house. That's a good idea. I've been, we've discussed this where we actually just listened to, um, I don't know if you guys know a different podcast, but this one was um, what's the, the guy who does, um, why am I blanking on this? But essentially it was a financial podcast. He was talking to a financial podcaster and he was talking about equity yeah. and, and, and uh, finances in marriage and finances in relationship and things like that. So we listened it together and we were like, okay, we want to be on the same page financially. How do we you know, use our finances offense instead of defense? So we're in the discussion of actually putting more th- discussion on like getting all yeah. of our finances together, so to speak. That's, that's well, I want you to at. celebrate the fact you're ahead of the curve because most people wouldn't be thinking that way. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah. I, I have thought about it too. It's like, you know, it's not just for me. It's for, it's for my little guy and for my family. It's, it's a hundred percent for the, the next tier or for the quality of life for my generation next. Um, yeah. I think that's something that you guys also really should, um, think about is like, I know that you guys have the podcast stuff and the equipment and you guys are doing video stuff, but I think something that you guys should do is live stream. I mean, one thing that I think you would do really great at is live streaming some of the houses or live streaming something like a giveaway where you guys, I mean, I see the blackboard behind you, Jeremy, but it's like, I would love to experience something where you guys maybe have a week or something where you guys are doing a meeting together or something like that. I think well, real quick, really Jose, if, yeah. you, if, if you're considering painting your whiteboard black, <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. It turns out there are no white dry erase markers, right? So we found <laughs> that out after the fact, right? Yeah. So now we got to use a chalk. Is it a chalk marker? Is that what it's called? It's, it's a chalk, chalk marker. marker. Yeah. And it's a nightmare. So it is a nightmare. It's cool looking. Nightmare, nightmare to use. So if you're considering it, just want to give you a tip there. All right. Yeah. But um, we do like Instagram, we do need Instagram and like television always makes always makes it look cool and dope <laughs> and like everything like that. But yeah. it's like practical use. You're like, ah, silver lining. There's a white space for white markers in the dry erase uh, space. Oh. So we could make a killing off that. Yeah. I don't know. Here's another thing. The the also the other thing that doesn't work using a clear glass. Yeah. For the dryer. That's yeah. trash not, too. Trash. Yeah, because yeah, you you don't for, you forget that's like you look and you can see there's blank. There's yeah. other textures behind the glass mirror, so it's like oh, it's yeah. not a blank 
this is the wall. <laughs> no, we do need to live stream though. We like, do. Like we we do have a meetup though, man. And uh, every yes. every Friday, oh, I'm sorry, every other Friday, we meet at. Uh, we're now at Sandbar Chandler. Nice. Gilbert okay. San March Gilbert my bad okay. uh, over by Santan Mall and we meet there from 12 to 2 12 to 3 and we, we hang out as long as people want to talk so yeah we break down what deals okay. we're doing how to get into investing how to how to get into your first deal how to get into real estate how to get into wholesale we, we just break it down and, and we give 100% of the information and then we just kind of talk through it so that anybody can come to that it doesn't matter if it, what industry it's, it's very more entrepreneurial the last time we talked about was the mindset of being successful of running your own business nice. so okay. we just try to make it very entrepreneurial so so everybody can come to that. Sweet. I love those. I love meetups. I love the, um, we actually, we used to do them or we were doing them before COVID happened. And, and we had a really good spot over at the Churchill downtown. I don't know if you guys get up to downtown area much, or if you have someone who's regionally oh. taking care of your area for downtown midtown area. Only when there's like flip opportunities, we'll cruise down there, but. Okay. Yeah. Dude, yeah, we got to get much. you guys. I got to get you up there because there's a couple of breweries we can check oh, out. Let's together. go, baby. Let's do Set it. Magic words for Jeremiah. There you, go. there you go. There you go. I mean, again, I don't know how much you guys are into different, like, because I know you guys said cigars and and out like uh, the, the whiskey. Whiskey. Basically, so I, the answer is always yes, Jose. Okay. There we go. Yeah. There we Unless go. Unless it's hard narcotics, then yeah. it's no. I'm, yeah. <laughs> if it's illegal, if it's illegal, it's a no. All right. Anything, gonna, anything that's going to make us and put us in jail the night yeah, after. Nothing, nothing we're willing to go to jail for. Okay. <laughs> okay. Awesome. I'm glad to hear it. I mean, I'm, I'm really like, this is going to make me laugh, like a lot of. Good gonna edit this. Good <laughs> no, no. What did I tell you before we went live? What did I tell you? You were gonna be yourself. This is gonna be fucking podcast you've ever been on. We failed. All right. Yeah. This is this is this has been the. I needed this honestly after after a lot of things from po, uh, post COVID. It's just like you want you want something oh. fun. So. What, we, let's talk about the future. You guys regularly going to do this podcast stuff, streaming. What's the whole breakdown looking like? So we're trying to get on as many podcasts as we can. Right. Um, and so we just like, we've find a lot of enjoyment. What doing what we're doing right now, getting mm -hmm. to know who you are, uh, yeah. having conversations and just kind of see what comes of it. Right. Like oh, we awesome. literally come in with no agenda whatsoever, Sweet. no agenda. And that's how we do basically our entire life. <laughs> <laughs> we go into situations say, Hey, what, like, what do people need or what do they want? And we just kind of go right. And we, and awesome. we, we read the room or whatever we got to do, but we figure it out. Like we don't, we are not, um, scripted whatsoever. Okay. Right? I get it. And yeah, so doing it. this type of stuff, like we love it. We love it. Awesome. I love, I love hearing that. What was the question? Oh, I forget. <laughs> <laughs> Let me move on to something else. I want to know, I want to know, you know, because um, there's a lot of things that's happening and we're hearing a lot of things on the news with big markets of uh, tech coming in. And that means uh, new homes being built and all of this and all at the same time, um, prices for material, hard materials are, uh, are going up. So it's like, what's the market looking like? And I'll ask both of you your different perspectives. Me. Oh, right. Um, so the market is the, so here's, I'm going to say this first, the market is good a hundred percent of the time, mm -hmm. all the time in time. So and what that means is it, you just have to be able to read the market 
to determine what's going to happen and go on. So we're still in, a, in, a, in an amazing market. We still have an inventory shortage. So as long as we have an inventory shortage, the new builders will put up houses, right? And they will sell the houses at whatever prices they can sell them. And they're not going to lose money. What, what happens is mm-hmm. when inventory then creeps up too high and then the, the new build communities end up sitting on inventory, that's when I think we could see them slowing down with building. But as long as we're in uh, an unbalanced market, right? We use a Cromford report, a Cromford index um, to to justify the market. And 100 is a balanced market. Um, Anything over 100 is a seller's market. Anything under 100 is going to be a buyer's market. I think the last time I looked at it, depending on the city it is, it could range anywhere from 300 to 450 in any given city. Right. So it's telling us we have an extremely unbalanced market to the seller side. And that's what we're seeing people listing, selling in 24 hours, selling in Mm -hmm. 72 hours, selling first weekend out, you know, you know, name your price, uh, wave the appraisal, you know, everyone wants to offer me a price, but no one wants to give me millions. (laughs) Yeah. No one wants to give me millions. Just people being nuts. I mean, it's not nuts. You got to play in the space right now. You got to do what you got to do. If you want to go buy a house right now, you got to prepare to to buy the house that you want and you pay the price to get it you gotta it, you gotta prepare to get in the ring yeah right because it's exactly. a boxing match you know yep. and so you got to be prepared to, to get in there but i truly don't believe any of it matters so i personally just bought a house okay i spent six hundred forty thousand dollars on a house i then remodeled it with a 150 grand i dumped one hundred fifty thousand into it cash yep. and so i'm into this house at 790 you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I'm in this house for 790 grand. It's going to appraise probably at 850 when I'm done for it. But let's say the market shifts and it gets only worth 600, right? So my equity position isn't there, right? I don't have any equity in the house, but I'm living in the house, love the house. Will I have the wherewithal to get the market back up to where it's worth 850 or 900 again? Um, and so my perspective is, okay, now I got to sit. So I'm going to sit here in a house that I purchased because I loved it. Right. So I purchased house because I loved it. I'm going to sit here for five, 10, 15 years for the market to do the cycle again. And then for the the pricing to go back up. So I think as long as there's a real demand, we'll, 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 you're going to see new builds no matter what the price of material is. We will talk afterwards about your GC and the, the, was it a headache or was it like a hardship yeah. to go through that whole process? So we flip at a high level. So I ran it hundred percent. So we'll, okay. we'll not high level. There's people that do hundreds of flips a year, high yeah. level for us. We're going to do probably to your, 24 to your, to your, uh, to your listeners. We're high level. Yeah. We're high level. <laughs> stock, right? High level. Uh, time, we'll, high we'll, level. Yeah. We'll flip, you know, between 20 and 30 properties this year, depending on what the back half of the year looks like. Okay. Um, so we're in the mix with it. So I ran the, the job myself and it's oh, always, nice. it's always a headache. It's always a headache. I mean, that's what I I always imagine. It's always a headache. Yeah. Yeah. And then flip a house with your wife and where she gets to make decisions. Like the flips, I I can go make a hundred percent of the decisions and nobody tells me anything at my house. I got to get with her. What kind of cabinets you want? What color floor do you want? What color paint do you want? What color, what color shutters do you want? How, what do you want to do with this wall? Do you want to blow this wall out? Do you like, so then it just, and then you got to wait for like, you got to wait for like, let me see this one and then this one. And let's see. Dude, My house looked like a polka dotted mural. I guarantee you, I had, I had 50 of the little size paints and my entire house was different colors. And then she painted the one color and it's yellow. And I'm like, you realize that has a yellow undertone. She goes, yeah, I didn't realize it on the small sample that I painted. So I said, when are we repainting? (laughs) It's still yellow. So that's my take on the market. That's hard. hard. I I mean, 
I mean, it, it's only hard because I hear 150K and I'm like, right? Like this was a unique, like this it was, was a, a big luxury remodel. remodel, dude. Like, yeah, I, like he I did imagine. some really dope shit. It's it was, it's nice. And I and the only reason I say money, I I talk a lot about money and Jeremy gets on me on a, a hard time, but I talk about money a lot because I want to be real with people and I want them yeah, to be absolutely about under, under, understand what it takes. Like we blew out walls, 3,200 square foot house. That's a logistic number running the job yourself. If a GC would have done it, I bet it would have been two and a quarter. Oh yeah. Because they would have right. charged me 20, 20%, 20, 30% on top of yeah. what I was paying. Okay. So I just sense. like to be honest so people know what they're getting into. Like we're yeah. doing 1600 square foot remodels for 40 to 50 grand. You used to be able to do those for 25 to 30 because of the cost of material. You got to bring that in as you're starting to, fl- if you're flipping or remodeling house, you got to bring those costs in because mm-hmm. are you going to be on the upside at when you're getting ready to sell it? Mm-hmm. And I can, I can attest from being, Jeremy's age and being Jeremy's generation, it's like finances and financials always come to be kind of a, a villain in the conversation when 100%. you start bringing it up. I, you know, I was never taught um, finances as a kid because my parents never really had to go through it themselves as far as their education. And so one of the things that I was just like learning is just, you know, being more, I guess, not afraid of talking the numbers. And that yeah. was one of the things that kind of had to get past. Yeah. hundred percent. Jeremy made me shoot. I was, I was not, I was excited that my account had a certain hit a certain number and Jeremy asked to see it. Right. No, yes, you did. Tell me, no, it's not how it went down. Not from a negative standpoint. Calm down, Jeremy. He got proof. He got proof. No. Can I show you something? Oh. without it coming off the wrong way. That's correct. Yeah. There That's what I was saying. There in full go. confidence, right? Yeah. But yeah, you said confidence. you said that it excited you because now it gave you some belief that you could go do it. Yeah. There That's all go. I was trying to fucking say, man. Why do you get so aggressive? <laughs> yeah. I love you. I love you, Matt. <laughs> I love you, Matt. Don't don't feel his ego, please. <laughs> no, honestly, like it's really it's one of those things. It's it does give us because one of the things that I was told when I was, I'm a, I'm a runner, I run a lot. And so one mm-hmm. of the things that was brought up to my attention was before men, all men, like all generational men, like figured out that you could run a mile in under four minutes, people believe you couldn't do it. People believe yeah. you could have a heart attack doing that. And so it took someone, just one person after that one person, you can look at the stats, you can look at all of it. It became to the point where high schoolers are now running a mile in under four minutes. It yeah. just took one person to believe. 100%. And I truly believe that like once they figured it out, they was all golden after that. It's like weird. And Jeremy's done a lot for me. I'll be honest with you. I'm better on camera, social media, all that because of this guy. So I'll give him that. There I'm still go. thinking about, uh, uh, you said you're my age, which makes me look a lot younger than Matt, right? <laughs> That's what you're saying. I'm just saying there's a, a I'm still stuck on that. You said about five minutes seasoning ago. Seasoning to, to, uh, to Matt's beard <laughs> that gives us. Jeremy just cut his of off because it looked like maturity, mine. <laughs> maturity in his beard that gives me a sense of. This is, this is a hard life, dog. <laughs> this is a hard life beard. Is, I, come, I come from different places. Yes. I'm 39, man. I know I look 50. I'm 39, okay? <laughs> I, know, I know I look old. No, I grinded. No, I, I grinded hard. I just saying that we, Jose, Jose, Jeremy and I, right now, Jose, right Arkin. now, is does Matt look older than thirty nine? Yes, right now. Tell, tell me, absolutely. 
You thought I'm I was sorry. older. You be honest, Jose. Come on. I was, I was uh, early 40s. I would have said yeah. early 40s. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's all right. The worst one I got was 50, and I almost punched her. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's all right. That poor Just child. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. You know, the children are the most authentic things in the we- the world, man. I, oh I love it. I got my a sister. <laughs> my sister's got a rare brain disease called Moya Moya. Okay. And she has to have brain. She had a, two brain surgeries on the side of her head. They only gave her five years to live. She's at year 11. So celebrate that. Thank, thank yeah, you, God. And <laughs> my kids are super young and she just had this brain and it swole up her face. As you can imagine, your skull being cracked open, them yeah. running. You know, they have to run a vein from the back to the front, like just totally beat her up. And her yeah. face was so swollen. And everybody was coming in going, oh, you look great. Oh, you look great. My son, my son comes in. He goes, what's wrong with your face? <laughs> goes, what's wrong with your face? And my sister just dies laughing. She's yelling at the whole room and holding my son. because It was so good. Was, she goes, you all lied to me. I can only trust Brayden now. It was it was awesome, man. I have, uh, I, I had a, my niece and my, um, my ex at the time, she, she, the little girl, she's just like hanging out with her. My niece goes and touches her arm. She goes, you boy. <laughs> she had a little, awesome. bit, a little bit of forearm hair and it was just like, she goes, you boy. That's awesome. That's awesome. Jeremy just, Jeremy just had a baby about a year and three months ago. Months. Oh, awesome. oh man. Months. Something like that. <laughs> man, I'm way hey, What'd you say? A year and three months. That's close. That's 15 months. That's pretty close. It was always hard for me, man. Why does everybody do months and not like a year and a half? So everybody's yeah. like, my kid's 49 months. I would not. Like, what? I'm only He's going, four. I'm going. Yeah, I'm only going until 12 months. And everything 12 after months. that is a, a year. year. Two. He's a year My old. son is a year and a half. There you go. Yeah. I love go. it. Are you excited about like what's to come down the road? Because I am. I'm excited about preschool and Jose, all the other stuff. Having a kid is the greatest fucking thing in this entire planet. Absolutely. Like, I disagree. Matt's like, Matt's like, have you been to camp? I got, I got three of them. Uh, like, so I always tell people all the cliches are true. Every single one. Every single one. You won't sleep as much. Uh, uh, your life will be completely different. Yep. You won't go out anymore, but you'll never love anything more. Like every single one is a hundred percent accurate. You know, when my mom's like telling me all this shit, I'm like, fuck you, mom. Like, I don't know. <laughs> that was aggressive too, man. Your mom's really nice. Dude. She's super on. nice. She's super nice. Um, but every single one is true. Right. And so like one of the highlights of my day is literally coming home. And now he's, he, he runs and gives me a hug when I walk in and we just, yeah. we play all night. Like it's, it's, it is the best part of my day. Like, I love that kid What's so much. Name? His name is Madden Gray Fused. Nice. Good name. Yeah. He's a cool kid. It. He's cute. Nice. Looks like mom or dad. So people are saying they look more like me now. He looks pretty trendy. Uh, he's so, so my <laughs> wife, so my wife dresses him and he like has That's all the cool him. shoes and, and nice there you go. jeans and well-dressed you know? kid. Yeah. Well-dressed. His hair is always done. Uh, nice. He's one of those kids, you know, we're like, holy shit, that kid's cute as hell. It's a mo- he's a model, man. She's nice. got like Love some it. good pictures. I'm like, Gerber, baby. Yeah. There you My go. kid there gets you up go. and hair's all like this and shit. <laughs> like, I love being a dad, bro. Like, you have, and it only gets better. Oh, and yeah. Look, I mean, like, I didn't believe it. Right. So at six months, I'm like, holy shit, I love this. Kid. Are you guys going to really sit here and say you guys enjoy the baby stage? 
I well, it's a little tough for me right now. I'll be honest, just because his sleeping habits are not not helping me get any sleep myself. So it's just like it's the baby the stage only, sucks. That's the only thing I complain about. Everything oh. else is just like I'm can't good. communicate, can't tell you what they want, can't like you have like you got to be patient. It's so hard. Dude, like baby stage, four, this was the baby stage. Four, four like, years old like new, is awesome. Newborn, my thing was I watched all the deadliest catches. <laughs> nice right so brought him home night one sleeping on my stomach or on my chest right my wife's getting some some rest start deadliest catch i nice. was like babe i'll take him i'll take him because i want to watch the next episode of deadliest catch right <laughs> so i watched the entire episode or entire season of deadliest catch and i love nice. it no, you, nice. need a, you need you need round two so you can you got a sucker baby i don't right want now. yeah no, you got a sucker, sucker baby man my second child put us through hell <laughs> screamed hours colicky hours man hours Dude, ripping my good. eardrums out. I have a, I have a, I have a dad podcast that I do with a buddy of mine on the East Coast. So he has a daughter who's about uh, your son's age, uh, about a year and a half, almost two, and he's like, you know, we have fun talking about this sort of stuff, or we just like oh. get into it. it's like. It is tough. We are stay-at-home dads. We freaking have to deal with all the poop that's been flying yeah. around, all the screaming, and like he's dealing with terrible twos. So it's like he's like she like literally. He sent me a picture today. She had painted her toes and um and her foot with permanent. I don't think it was permanent. I think it was regular marker, but it was just like her whole foot was like blue that's and awesome. orange. That's awesome. That's the shit I like. <laughs> That's the <laughs> shit you remember forever. Yeah. You know, I way changed for me is when my kids started competing in sports. Oh, like the, nice. I had them in full contact sparring at five years old. They were punching each other in the face. Like it was a lot. Of fun. <laughs> I was wondering. I was like, "What's contact sport are you?" Yeah. Doing? So they they were in karate. So we'd put headgear on them and they would tee Sweet. off. Yeah, Sweet. it was a blast. We would do tournaments and they would. Dude, love I do not. People. I do not. I do not feel good for your you know downstairs area when they're getting. Oh yeah, and they're big kids, bro. Yeah. Like, like, like they are big kids. My kids are big. I've heard horror stories from other dads of like just like always grow, guard your area. Just always. Yeah, I don't know if I ever got like tanked real bad. Maybe like once. My my daughter just kicked my son in the and I couldn't stop laughing. So I felt so bad for him. I felt so bad for him, but I couldn't like get it out. <laughs> I mean, I know, yeah, I know, I know man. She was like playing and like jumped off the bed and went to like kick him and just got him. And he like he immediately and he's like six foot now and dropped him. Boom. Dang. Like, oh. oh man. Suck it up, boy. Get up. Yeah. <laughs> Walk it off. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you guys again. I, I you know, we're I haven't really no other questions to ask oh. you guys other than, you know, can you give us any kind of insight of like what you guys hope to have down the future and, you know, any plans that you really, cause I know you had brought up uh, helping out the realtors and um, the families. Are there any other nonprofit work or anything that you guys really want to highlight? This is your chance to really get into it for the future. You or me. Yeah. So like our, our goal in the future is just to keep growing what we're going now okay. and, uh, and really start trying to pursue and help and bring more value to the marketplace. Right. And so there's, so when you look at our org chart, it's pretty fucking nuts, man. We have like 19 other, opportunities we call them that we want to chase um and so our goal is just to kind of keep going down this path keep surrounding ourselves with people who are smarter than us and uh and really ch chase these things that we really want to pursue awesome. um like nonprofit wise we're like we're, we're involved with trying to get the team to go out and, and and participate in in local uh charities and things of that nature um non like we didn't start a nonprofit yet we haven't mm -hmm. even put the, maybe that's on the org chart i don't know we'll throw that on there tomorrow 
Uh, but nothing, <laughs> nothing like that, right, man? No. Yeah. Mm-mm. Uh, so just kind of keep going the, the way we're going. Try to bring value to the community. Nice. Have fun. Crush life and do dope shit. That's my saying. Absolutely. We have a, we have an idea to start doing some high level trainings around how to, you know, invest for, for the normal, the normal consumer, how yeah. to take uh, one property and turn it into two, two and three, three and a four kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah. I think that'll be how we give back in the, in the retail space. We're yeah. all pretty charitable, uh, but we're like off the cuff. You know what I'm saying? It's like, we have an idea, like, we'll take 500 bucks and we'll go give it to a bunch of homeless people or we'll, you know, we'll get a group together. We'll go leave a thousand dollar tip. Like we just try to do some Thanksgiving. Like, we we like we give five face yeah. Matt. We bought a hundred rotisserie chicken or hundred, 200 rotisserie chickens and just drove around like Mesa Phoenix, gave them to the homeless people. Um, so it. they could have a little Thanksgiving themselves the day before Thanksgiving. We are way, we're off the cuff, man. But like if there's any, like, if we were to close out, <clears throat> you know, I think, uh, how I would want to leave it, man, is I, I would just want everybody to to understand that whatever whatever you're doing in life, whatever your dreams are, whatever your goals are, whatever you aspire to be or where you're at to grow or do whatever, I would just encourage you to really put a plan in place and go out there and start putting some action behind it yeah. and just know that you're worth what you create. You know, a lot of times in our lives, uh, people have put a worth on us with a salary or an hourly wage, and we've accepted that. Mm-hmm. And uh, my, me and Jeremy it, ourselves, right? But if you have a desire to be an entrepreneur, if you have a desire to do something bigger than yourself, if you have a desire to create something don't wait any longer do it part-time do it start you start you start in the beginning but just know that whatever you can build create that's what you're worth financially it's not what everybody else puts on you so if you're pissed off about that ten dollar or twelve dollar an hour job you're at or you know if you want to make a shift in your life or if you have a business idea i would just encourage you to go do it Mm -hmm. and listen if you if you need help if you want to try to put a business plan reach out we'd be happy to help you figure anything out that we can and whatever we can do to give back to the community whatever the community asks for we're down I love it. Man, you guys are really making me, you guys really made this easy, really made me feel good about everything from, you know, what you guys, where you guys stand from the community standpoint, everything for me, just as someone who's just met you for the first time for an hour, like, honestly, guys, you guys are doing fantastic. I don't have any other thing other than guys go check these fellas out. And uh, I want to promote you guys. So this is your chance right now. I'm going to give it to Jeremy. Uh, Give us all the social media handles, give us everything where they can find you. Go ahead, kick it off. He gave it to the young one. <laughs> I figured he might yeah, want to. He would, he let him I don't know. It. He's been left out of the I conversation a little bit. So I don't know. Let him have it. Let him have it. It's all his. Uh, so you can find me at Jeremy Fuse on all platforms. Uh, Matt is I am Matt Chick on all platforms. And then our website's uh, impactreaz.com. Uh, on there, you'll find like everything that we're doing. We're doing all the events. We're doing all the, uh, the wholesale stuff, the fix and flip stuff, the retail stuff. If you want to know more about the team, we're on there. Um, and we're recently starting to, to dabble in the, um, um, lost my train of thought. That's right. Go to those, go, go to those handles and, uh, and check us out, man. I got, that's it. That's a I legit on camera brain fart. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, like he had it. He was like in the zone and he just like, I, was like, I was waiting for something no. so powerful. <laughs> I love it. Don't worry about it, Jeremy. We will edit that a little bit. I'm, I'm not, I'm not worried about you it. You leave it in there, Jose. Yeah. I will. Uh, but before we go, ladies and gentlemen, you can hear all of our episodes at findingarizonapodcast.com. We make it easy for you guys to connect with us. So all of our social media handles is under Finding Arizona Podcast. Last but not least, if you want to go over to Patreon and become a super fan, there's a place for you to go do so. 
www.patreon.com slash fighting arizona podcast there you will receive bonus content in return for a subscription and last but not least we say good night to matthew good night to jeremy good night to impact thank you guys again for coming on say good night to the people thank you good guys, night guys thank you so much thank you kisses hugs and belly rubs <laughs>